Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Mern. I'm a certified health coach, certified personal trainer, and soon to be a certified brain rewiring coach. We're going to be talking about all things training, nutrition, mindset, and hormone balancing for the Lady Climber. You can learn more about me and the services I offer over at ladybetacoaching.com and over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching. Let's dive in. Hello and happy Tuesday. If you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, of course. Um, Also, side note, can you believe it's almost April? When did that happen? I feel like it was just Christmas. But anyway, I am really excited because today I'm going to be doing a Q&A episode all about business building and business growth questions. So if you've been around here for a while, you know by now that business is one of the things I could probably talk for just hours, hours, hours on end about. It is one of the things that I am extremely passionate about and actually shifted pretty much most of my business to where now I'm doing primarily business coaching and brain rewiring. And honestly, I could not be happier. I love talking all things business, love answering questions, love helping other people grow their businesses as well. So I'm really excited to be able to have this opportunity today to answer some of these awesome questions that I got from Instagram. So also, if you ever have a question, I have a page on my website. If you go to the podcast tab where you can submit a question at any time that will be answered on here, especially if it's a little bit longer form, if you're wanting a bigger response or something that takes up a little bit more time, that's a really great way to ask a question for it to appear on the podcast and some updates from me. So I have some really exciting things coming up in terms of if you are somebody that is either looking to start or grow a business, I have a really exciting and fun group program coming up. It's going to be a shorter, more sprint format. So somewhere in the realms of eight weeks, I believe still formulating the details. So make sure you stay tuned on that. If you are somebody that is looking to either start or grow a business, I cannot tell you how incredibly invaluable having coaching has been for me. I mean, I literally, I would not be here with a podcast. I wouldn't be here talking to you about any of this if I would not have invested in a coach and invested in myself just about a year and a half ago. So for me, it has been really transformative and I want to give other people that opportunity as well if that's kind of a reality that they see for themselves. So that is super exciting. Stay tuned for that and that will hopefully be in the month of April coming out and I'm just super pumped for it because community and group right now I think is so incredibly important because you know, with everything happening right now, still kind of not back to quote normal, although I don't even know if what normal is anymore, whether we're going to go back to that or not, or just kind of have a new normal. And I think people are still missing that connection and really like being able to be surrounded by people that actually understand you, like actually understand what you're going through, what your struggles are. They not only make you feel seen, but they're going to take your advice as well. And it's I just love environments like that. The more that I both facilitate group programs and am part of them myself, the more that I just fully understand their power and kind of the role that they play in bringing people together, creating networks. And I just think it's such a powerful experience. 
experience. So for me, that's the direction that I'll be going is offering a lot more group containers. And I was really, really pumped because last week we had the first mind shift session. It was all about overcoming the fear of falling and it was amazing. It was straight up amazing. It makes me want to run that same one again on overcoming the fear of falling. I know I said I probably wasn't going to, but honestly, like that is a topic that is so near and dear to my heart, overcoming that fear of falling because it was something that held me back for so long. It was like paralyzing um, and being able to really walk people through that and be able to give them the space to open up, to start to connect the dots between the way that they were raised, things that happened in their childhood, you know, things that they might have experienced and kind of how that's manifesting now for them as an adult and start to really unravel those pieces, talk a lot about those limiting beliefs that they still might have been holding on to that might have been created from childhood. It can really be super powerful in starting to overcome the fear of falling. So stay tuned. I might actually relaunch that one um, on the same topic because it was seriously so much fun to do that. And it was just like really reiterated to me how important the community aspect is getting to learn from other people. I always tell my clients, I'm like, I don't know everything. I don't know all the answers to everything. I think there's a lot of, you know, humility in admitting that and saying like, yep, I don't have all of the answers, but let me find somebody that that does know the answers and being able to kind of crowdsource in a group program format. Like none of us have the same lived experiences. None of us have the same values. You know, we can have similar ones, but it's really helpful to hear from other people and see what they might be experiencing. And maybe they're going to say something that really resonates with you or finally, like you're going to be able to connect those own dots for yourself. So I think it can be really fun. So let's go ahead and dive into these questions. I got really good ones and I'm really excited to answer these. So first question is, how do I spread word of business? Do I use ad revenue, client incentives, and what does that look like? So for me, fun fact about me and my business and Lady Beta is I have actually never run ads. Um, I have never paid for ad services. I know that might come as a shock to people, but for me, I just don't really believe that I need to. I think I do really well with things like word of mouth marketing and really organic marketing. And what that means is I don't pay for ad services. So being able to do it all organically and generate those leads, I don't use a lead generation service. I don't use anybody that's trying to pay for leads. Um, For me, it's really important to have that like personal connection with my clients. So whether they find me through Instagram or you know, a friend told them about me. I really like knowing that like, it's me and that person. It's there's no middleman. There's nobody in between. For me, that's actually really important. And um, for me, it's not necessarily client incentive. So it's like, I do a lot of work around energy. You guys know this. It's really important to me. So if I have a client that I really, really like and really enjoy working with, which at this point is all of my clients, I I don't actually have clients that I don't enjoy working with or don't like. So I've gotten to the point where I really love and enjoy all of my clients. And I think we know each other so well at this point that if they have somebody that they think could be benefited from working with me, they're going to tell them, you know, and I'm really happy to have those referrals. And I just want to make sure that it's such a good fit on both sides. So for me, what I really focus on and the way that I spread word for my business is being really authentic, showing up very genuinely and letting people get to know the real me. Because when people get to know the real me and see that like I can help them with the problems that they have, they're going to tell their friends, they're going to tell other people their success that they're seeing, people are going to notice that and they're going to ask, hey, 
how did you do that? And then they can point them back to me if they so wish. So for me, the way that I spread word of business is also looking for opportunities. So things like getting on podcasts, that's going to be really important. Networking to a certain extent, I think is also important, but making sure too, that you're not doing too many things like for free or that don't feel good for you. And the reason that I say that as well is because, you know, it's really important as an entrepreneur and a business owner that you're managing your time correctly. So if you're doing a lot of these things for free and you're not really seeing a big return on investment, it's probably time to move on and do something that's a little bit different. And for me, I think um, it can be very beneficial for a lot of business owners to kind of get out of their comfort zones and pitch themselves to different places. So to different podcasts or, you know, different opportunities, like maybe it's a Facebook group and you can like present your services on there, whatever it is. Like, it's a really good thing to be able to do that and to be able to pitch yourself because the way that I like to think about it is like right now, if you don't ask, the answer that you have is no. So if you do ask and the answer is no, okay, well, you're still in the same spot. But what if you do ask and the answer is yes? I think a lot of people have like maybe a negative connotation around pitching yourself, but it's actually an incredibly important skill set. And it really conveys, I think, a a sense of confidence to the person that you're pitching to and says like, hey, here's my skill set. Here's what I can really help with. I'm really excited about this. And here's what I can bring to your audience. And when you are doing something like that, like keep the focus on what you can do for them. It's not what they can do for you. You know, nobody really wants to like hear that when they're being pitched to. Um, I've definitely had people pitch me to be on the podcast before and I love it. Like I love a good pitch, like pitch me all day, every day. I fucking love it. But you better make sure that you're bringing something to the table. You better be sure that you're telling me exactly what you can do for me and my audience. And I will be happy to bring you on, you know? So I think that that can be really important um, in terms of spreading the word of your business. I've been on a couple bigger podcasts lately, The Nugget and also The Enormous cast and those have been really big opportunities for me both of those kind of like presented themselves to me in my lap which I thought was really cool and that just kind of like speaks to the power of manifesting um, which I hope to also do a podcast episode on soon let me know if you want me to do a podcast episode specifically on manifesting because for me that's been such a huge part of this game is being able to literally speak into the world what I want to happen and then it happens and it literally feels like magic Um, so being able to get bigger opportunities like that and really leveraging them but also also making sure on the other side of things that like, okay, let's say for example, you're going to get on a bigger podcast and you know, because of that, that's probably going to generate leads for you. Do you have your buckets in place to catch those leads? It's essentially like, okay, you're going to open the floodgates, but do you have anywhere for that water to go? Or is it all just going to fall through those cracks? So what I mean by having places to catch those is do you have your offer set up? Are you actually ready to catch an influx of people and leads and generation. Like, do you have places for those people to go? Do they clearly know how they can work with you, what they can purchase, how they can get deeper into your containers? Like making sure you have those set up before you get those bigger opportunities. And that could also be a reason why too, that you're not getting bigger opportunities is that you don't have those set up and the universe really wants you to get those set up first so that you don't have missed opportunities when the time comes. So in terms of spreading word for business, like it kind of just depends, you know, some people really do like to go the paid ad route. For me, it just doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel authentic. So I really focus more on me and my energy and becoming a magnet so that people feel magnetized to come work with me. Because what I really want to do is share my story and say like, hey, okay, I went from being shit broke. I went from being on food stamps to now I run a multiple six figure business. If I can do it, you can do it. And here's exactly how I'm going to focus more on content and sharing my story and connecting with people than I am um, doing anything like ad 
<laughs> ad revenue or anything like that. That just feels a lot more authentic to me is to share my story. And if people resonate with it, awesome. And then I can kind of help them from there. So the next question is, how do I reach and attract ideal clients? So this is kind of similar to that first question, but I really want to pull out that piece of like reach and attract. So kind of like I was saying, like, I really work on being a magnet. Like I do not chase clients. I do not go out and I mean, I used to do this. I absolutely used to invite people to work with me if I thought they would be a really good fit. And I'll do this from time to time if I have, you know, a more genuine conversation with somebody and I really feel like they'd be a good fit for whatever thing I'm offering. Um, But I think at this point in time, I really focus on me, my energy, how I'm feeling so that I can attract in the people that are ready to go, the people that are ready to make a big difference and the people that are ready to change their lives essentially. So with attracting clients, you want to make sure that you are getting really clear on the limiting beliefs that you might be holding on to for yourself because we all have stories that we tell ourselves of what we are and aren't capable of. And these are absolutely going to affect that the way that we interact with the world, the way that we make decisions. And I think it's just super important to take a look at the way that you were raised, how you grew up, the experiences that you had in order to start to parse out some of these, you know, What were you told surrounding success? Um, What do you tie your value to? What do you think that you're capable of? Do you feel smart? Do you feel confident? You know, all of these stories that we tell ourselves and kind of the, the way that we either do or don't play into them make a huge impact in how you show up for your business. So for me, I do also put a heavy focus on email marketing. And I I don't necessarily want to call it marketing because it's, it really is just connecting at this point. Like it's sharing stories, sharing information, sharing tips, tricks, whatever it is. Like it feels very natural to me. And email is something that I do put a big emphasis and focus on along with Instagram. Um, And also the podcast. Those are kind of my three favorite platforms at this point in time. And again, I really just focus on putting really good content out there and really, really listening to what people want. Like really listening, like what are you struggling with? Tell me please so that I can help create a resource around this that it can be beneficial and useful to you. And I think that that's a big missing piece for a lot of business owners is they just put out a lot of content that might feel relevant or important to them, but maybe nobody's actually struggling with it. So it kind of like doesn't land or doesn't resonate quite as well. So I always have like, (laughs) I like to always think of myself as like having this like big ear open and I'm like, okay, what am I hearing? What am I listening that people are struggling with? Trying to read between the lines a little bit more and then creating offers, programs, solutions around that I think can be really helpful. So again, I focus a lot on being a magnet and I let a lot of my work kind of speak for itself. I don't chase. Um, I really work on trying to be that attraction point and be somebody that people can see as a resource and see as an authority. And I focus a lot more on that than really like trying to chase down leads. So next question, when to start, Um, this person has an idea that feels beneficial to their past self, but they don't feel 100% qualified. This is a great, great question. So I want you to ask yourself when you don't necessarily feel qualified, like where is that coming from? Is that coming from because you actually aren't qualified and you definitely shouldn't do that thing? A good example of that would be something like writing meal plans. If you're not actually a nutritionist, that would be something that yes, you are not qualified for that. That is out of your scope. You definitely need to get further qualifications, education, certification around that before you start to step into that role. Or is this imposter syndrome sneaking up? Is this something that actually, yes, you could definitely help people with, but it's just kind of your ego getting in the way, those limiting beliefs, and it's causing a lot of fear in you. So really get down and get super honest with yourself. Like, am I actually not 
qualified to do this? And then if you're not qualified to do it, what are the steps that you need to take in order to become qualified? You know, let's say it's, for example, writing training plans for somebody. I would personally, and this is what I have all of my coaches do, is go through at least a personal training certification before pursuing training people just so that you're covering yourself, but you're also covering your client. You're making sure that they're safe as well, because in those personal training certification programs, they actually teach you how to do things, quote, the right way. Like you want to make sure that you're still following all the rules and the laws. Like it is important and it's important to protect yourself. It's important to protect your clients as well. And for me, that's something that's just in integrity to do something like that. And I like all of my clients to have their certifications like that if they're going to be doing something like writing training programs. Where it gets a little bit more open-ended is doing something like, okay, let's say we want to do mindset work with somebody. So for me, I am a certified brain rewiring coach and that kind of takes care of that mindset certification for me. But I don't necessarily think that you have to have a like a strict mindset certification in order to start helping people with this. It really depends on your scope. So how far you want to go with people. You know, I'm not necessarily sure that you would talk about trauma with somebody if you don't have any training in that. I think that that could absolutely get a little bit sticky. And I think that there's a lot of work that probably needs to be done around there to make sure that you're actually, you know, interacting with that other person in a way that's not causing more harm. So just kind of think about the scope that you want to have and the things that you really do want to talk about. And also asking yourself too, like, where is this fear coming from? This fear that I don't feel qualified. Um, what was kind of the environment that you grew up in? Was there a high importance placed on education? Was there a high importance placed on achieving? All of those can absolutely play into this as well. And a lot of the times, like I think we build things up in our mind, like, oh my God, like I'm not qualified for this. And in reality, like it's probably not a hard certification to get in the first place. Like it's scary to take that first step, absolutely. But like doing something like a personal training exam, like will only take you a couple of months and it's a pretty low price point as well. It's pretty cost effective. So it's not necessarily like we, we make it into this like way bigger deal than it has to be because there's fear, you know, oh my God, if I actually do this personal training certification, then I might actually have to use it. And that is scary. You know, then if I have this certification and I don't use it, what does that mean about me? You know, so it's like really get to like, where's that fear coming from in the first place and be able to get super honest with yourself and, you know, be gentle with yourself. Like the fear is there. It's valid. You know, we're not trying to like push it away, but we're just trying to see like, where is this coming from in the first place? So if you have that idea that feels beneficial to, you know, either your past self, or you could see it being beneficial to other people, I do think that you should start to bring that into reality. Like if, if there's a gap in the market and there's some population that's not being served and you have this brilliant solution to it, like absolutely, you need to share that. And whatever steps need to happen in order for that to start to like actually become a real thing, I think it's really important. Like you would never not tell somebody the solution to their problem if they were sitting there and directly asking you. Like who are you not to share your gifts with somebody else? I just think it's so important that the things that we're led to, the things that we're drawn to, it's for a reason, you know? If you're drawn to this idea for whatever reason that it is, there's a reason for that because you were the person that was meant to bring this to creation. You were the person that was really meant to put this out into the world. So really sit and think with that, like, who are you not to share this? That's one of the things that I always tell my clients. Okay, next question is how to let go of caring what others think 
favorite question. I love this so, so, so much. Um, this is definitely something that I have struggled with in the past. Um, mainly when just first starting my business, um, I kind of really don't care now, you know, people can think what they want. I'm successful. Um, I feel really confident in that. I know I'm making a big impact and I know that if I do get criticism or feedback, that's negative that, you know, that's just like a really small percentage of people because the people that are telling me that I'm changing their lives and having such a big impact, that's way more than getting like a couple pieces of negative feedback. And I know a lot of the times that if it is negative or it's criticism that it's coming from a hurt place and it's maybe coming from jealousy. So you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm somebody that was put here to shake things up, to be an expander, to show people what's possible. And that sometimes means that not everybody's going to like everything that you put out. That sometimes means that not everybody's going to agree with what you say. And I'm okay with that. I am absolutely okay with that. And in order to start letting go of caring what other people think. So you were put here for a reason. You were put here and you were drawn to these things for a reason. Things are not random. There are no coincidences. Like if you are particularly drawn to a certain area, who cares what anybody else thinks? And one of my favorite things that I usually come back to for this, and if this is something that resonates with you, is if other people are not in the arena with you, we cannot care what their opinion is. You know, if they are not on the on the ground with their boots doing the same thing that you are, like we honestly, like it just doesn't matter to me. So think of this as an example. So for me, I don't have kids. I don't have children. Um, would I ever ever go to somebody else that's a mom and try to give them feedback on what they're doing with their children? Hell no, I am not in the arena with them. I do not know how hard it is to be a parent. I can imagine that it's very difficult, but that is not my lived experience. So I could not possibly know that. Also, I don't deserve to have any judgment on what other people do with their kids because I am not in that same experience, you know? So really just thinking of it that way. If people are not in the arena with you, you can't care what they think because they can't possibly know the depths to which you've gone to expand yourself, to expand your soul and to step into your purpose. They just can't know the things that you've sacrificed, how uncomfortable you've gotten and really just reminding yourself like, your purpose, living out your purpose is probably the most important thing that you can do. It's the most authentic thing that you can do. And it's incredibly important. And we need you. Another example that, you know, just kind of came to me the other night that I thought was really cool was, okay, so let's think about it this way. If there are so many different actors and actresses out there in the world, why are there so many? You know, if one of them could just serve the role and play the role in everything, like, why wouldn't we just use that one person? You know, why do we need thousands of that and thousands of actresses because they're all so unique and individual because they can all do different things. We need everybody. We need to have, if you ever feel like the market's saturated or there's not room or space for you, that's, that's, bullshit. That's a limiting belief right there. Nobody is you. Nobody is going to be able to say things in the way that you're able to say them. Nobody's going to resonate with people in the way that they can connect with you. What I kind of like to tell my clients is, you know, by you not sharing your story, sometimes you're not giving people a place to land. Somebody might be trying to connect with you and might have the same exact story as you, but if you never put yourself out there, if you never share that, you never give anybody else the opportunity to connect with you in that way. So for me, if I had never been vulnerable about some of the things that I've been going through recently, I wouldn't have had people reach out to me and really say like, wow, I super connected with that. And then those people sometimes eventually end up being my clients. So when you're really sitting there and 
really thinking about, okay, like I'm nervous to post this because I'm not sure what other people will think. Like, I really want you to kind of turn that question back on yourself and ask yourself, where are you judging you? You know, where are you holding judgment? Where are you holding potentially something to where you have guilt or shame around something? And how can you do some work around that? And also like really diving into this concept of where are you potentially afraid to be seen? fully seen for yourself? Are you trying to hide parts of yourself like in the shadow? And I'm speaking to this because I know the person that asks this question will know exactly what I'm saying. Um, I've done a YouTube video on shadow work. So if you haven't watched that, it's also on IG live. I might do a podcast episode on that soon. So I'm not going to dive too much into that. But essentially, the shadow is us trying to hide parts of our personality that we don't think other people are going to like. So we kind of like show up as this, I don't want to say like half version of ourselves, but it's this very like curated and polished version. You know, we're probably not going to be like, hey, I'm like a greedy motherfucker or like (laughs) I'm a super jealous person. Like we're probably not showing those parts of ourselves to people right off the bat. We're kind of keeping those a little bit more reserved, a little bit more hidden. And that's the parts of ourselves that we keep in shadow. So just kind of to give you an example on what parts of yourself you might be hiding in shadow. But With being seen, fully seen, fully seen, that's saying like, okay, I'm a human and I am flawed. And so is everybody else. You know, nobody is quote perfect. And I think it's really important to ask yourself like, why are you afraid to be seen? Why are you afraid to have your voice be seen? And how can we start taking baby steps towards you being seen? Because it's really, it's really important that if you have a message and you have a gift that you need to share that you start to step into this fully. And it can be, you know, it can be really terrifying. Um, For example, like some of the podcast interviews that I've done recently, like they really highlighted, you know, that I was going into them. I was definitely a little bit nervous to share some of those things because I was like, yep, okay, if I share this, this is like my most authentic self. This, These are the topics that I want to talk about. And this is going to allow me to be fully seen to an audience that maybe hasn't heard of me before. You know, I'm not sure what people are going to think of this. And it's something that ultimately I chose to lean into and I chose to step into because it was something that scared me. And I think getting out of your comfort zone is extremely important when you are doing something like building or growing a business. I was uncomfortable literally every day of 2020 and most days of 2021 as well. And that for me just like equals personal growth. So with this fear of being seen, like what would it mean for you to be seen fully by others? Do you have anybody in your life right now that you can be fully seen with? Maybe this is a partner, a friend, a family member, whoever it is. And how can you start to lean into that more? How can you share more pieces of yourself authentically so that people can start to connect with you? So maybe this does mean being a little bit more vulnerable. You know, can be kind of scary, especially for me as an Enneagram 8. That's like my biggest fear is being vulnerable. But the more that I've practiced this and the more that I've leaned into it, like literally amazing things happen. Amazing things can happen when you share your story with other people and when you really like are like, hey, I'm a human. This is what's going on in my life. So for me, yeah, it's, you know, it can be as simple as just saying like, oh, just stop caring what others think. But I think there's a lot more to it. I think it is a lot deeper. And I think it does absolutely deserve some reflection and some journaling if this is something that you're struggling with is why are you placing so much importance on other people's opinions? What do you think of you? That is the most important question. So really kind of like contrasting that between like, 
what do you think of you? And why do you think people are going to be criticizing you? Like nobody that's ever doing more than you is going to take the time to criticize you. It's just not going to happen. So for me, when I look at other people in my field, um, I don't have the time to criticize what they are or aren't doing because I'm so focused on myself, you know? So it's, and I think a lot of people are actually like that. And a lot of the times if people are kind of like caring or concerned with what you're doing and want to like, let you know that, like, I think there's a time and a place for that. Absolutely. But again, going back to that, are they in the arena with me question, I think is really important. Okay. Next question is how to make quote sure that you have income every month. This is a fantastic question. So for me, I did not launch anything this month and launching is a topic in and of itself. And I think it can be a very fun process, but essentially launching is telling the world like, okay, I have this thing available. There's usually like a hype or an excitement period beforehand, an enrollment period. It's really exciting. It can be super fun, but For this month, for the month of March, I did not launch anything and I still made pretty much similar to what I've made every other month um, this year and last year. So that comes from recurring revenue. So recurring revenue comes from things like payment plans, which I think is super important. But with payment plans, obviously you need to factor in pricing and you need to have your prices at a point to where having a payment plan makes sense. If everybody's paying in full all the time, your prices probably aren't high enough and you probably have to many clients. So also coming up with offers that are a little bit longer. So for me, I really like doing three month offers, six month offers so that they can have a little bit more extended time period so that I can really get to know my people better. And then, yeah, they can choose that payment plan option. And for me, I think I have payment plans um, coming in from probably about five or six different programs that I've run in the past. So different varying lengths of payment plans. And, you know, now with my business, the way that it's set up is I do have funnels so people can sign up for things like freebies so they can get like a core training freebie or an isometric training freebie. And they'll be sent a discount code, I think, in one of the emails, and then they can purchase that at their own point in time. And for me, I don't have to necessarily generate those leads that's something that like when I wake up in the morning I can look at my phone and I have a notification saying that I've made money or I made a sale so that's also the way that I know that I have income coming in every month and there's little things that I can do to tweak that and to make sure that those funnels are kind of the most um, converting that they can be there's little tweaks and things that I can do but for me that biggest one is not only having payment plans and recurring revenue, but like I know, like I am so confident in my ability to sell literally anything that I know at any point in time, I could say, hey, I have this available and it would be a success. So like it comes back to like, I have that confidence in myself and I am so comfortable with selling that it feels like literally a solution to somebody's problem. It doesn't feel sleazy. It doesn't feel weird. It's literally a conversation. It's saying, hey, I have this thing. Are you a good fit? Yes or no. If yes, let's continue. If not, no biggie. You know, maybe there's going to be something else that you resonate with. So that for me, I know that I can make um, the minimum amount that I want to make every single month just because I have that belief in myself, just because I believe in myself so much and my ability to make and generate money. I think that for me is one of the biggest ones. So definitely payment plans that can be really helpful. And then looking at your pricing structure as well. And For me, the way that I incentivize people kind of going with the payment plan is I make it the same price option as the paid in full. So I know a lot of coaches add on interest or whatever it is to if they want somebody wants to do a payment plan. I don't.
don't, you know, I want to make sure that it's at the most cost accessible that it can be. And for me, I have a really soft spot in my heart for payment plans because that's how I got started. Um, if I my first coach wouldn't have given me a payment plan, I would not be where I am right now. So I don't want to add interest on top of that. I just want to keep it that one flat fee and then break it up into however many months that they need. So next question is how to come up with outline for programs and creating courses. So this is actually two questions that I combined into one. And for me, what this comes back to is making sure that you know beyond a doubt, beyond a doubt, what people in your audience, your specific audience, not somebody else's audience are struggling with. What are their pain points? What is something that they will happily pay for? you know, regardless of the price that they are struggling with so much to where they see what you've created as the solution. So doing something like a market research survey, okay, what are you struggling with right now? Why do you think you're struggling with this? Why haven't you been able to overcome it in the past? What do you think you need right now? These are all really important questions to be asking so that you can start to get into the mind of your potential ideal client, into that person that maybe you were a couple of years ago, what would you have wanted? But placing that huge importance on what your audience is telling you and kind of like I said before, like reading between the lines and being able to also do it in a way where you can kind of educate people on, okay, maybe you're struggling with this and what you think you need. Okay, for an example, so with climbing and getting stronger, a lot of people think they just need a physical training plan. And while that might be true and it might be really helpful, most people need mindset work. So for me, I can say like, okay, yes, the training is going to be included. It's going to be great. But also we're going to work on the mindset at the same time. And the way that you word things, I think, is super important when you go to market whatever your idea is. So coming up with programs and creating courses. So this also kind of depends is how much experience do you have working one on one with people? So I would never personally recommend putting out a program that's a group program or a passive offer or creating a course without having first done the work with one-on-one clients, because how can you possibly know and create something that's going to be way more general and way more broad without getting super specific on your with your one-on-one clients first? So I think that that's super important is having a lot of that. Like, so for me, for example, I launched, I think, three different rounds of Elevate one-on-one before I was able to actually turn it into a course. Because at that point in time, after working with so many people, I think it was like 16 or 17 people one-on-one through the Elevate format, I was really able to say, okay, great, I can sit down and I can write out 12 different modules because I know exactly the flow of things. I know exactly what people are gonna be struggling with. I can anticipate the questions and then I can put it into this really simple course format. And you do need to have that more specialized, specific information from working with people one-on-one first. And then you can start to generate generalize it a little bit more. Obviously, it's going to be more cost effective. It's going to be at a lower price point because it's going to be more general and broad. But you do need to get that one-on-one experience first. So that would be kind of my biggest recommendation there besides listening to your audience and what they're really struggling with is like boots on the ground, get in there, do the work, really work one-on-one with people, ask for their feedback, ask, you know, what they want to get out of the course, the transformation that they really want to see. And then you can start to use that for your program and your own personal course outline. Looking at how you can start to challenge people to grow without putting so much financial stress on them that it actually causes them to not grow and to not see those benefits. So 
I think, you know, pricing is a big question in this and pricing is one of the things that my clients usually struggle with the most. And I think, you know, there can be some benefit to pricing things at a lower price point, but there's this fine balance between wanting to help people, but not charging enough to where they don't feel like they have enough skin in the game. They don't feel responsible for doing the work and then they don't show up, they don't implement, and then they don't get the results and they don't get the transformations. And there's a fine line between, you know, having some skin in the game and actually showing up because you paid money for that. Um, So for me, you know, I'm in a mastermind right now and it was a very large investment for me. And I know that even when I'm not quote feeling like it, I'm going to show the fuck up because I invested in that, you know, that stretched me, that expanded me. And that number doesn't necessarily have to mean anything, if that makes sense. It doesn't necessarily, like the number doesn't matter. What the number matters to that person, that's what really matters. You know, the the kind of like value and importance that they place on that. So whatever investment you can come up with that makes it feel kind of like stretched and expanded for that person that you want to work with. And that number does not need to be relevant to any other numbers. It's just specific to that person. So you absolutely could do something like a sliding scale. That absolutely could be an option there and kind of get really like honest with this person too. Like I really like to have very genuine conversations. And for me, I am never ever going to take on a client where if they're paying me is not allowing them to put food on the table or to pay their bills, I will never put anybody in that situation or ask anybody to put themselves in that situation. So just getting really honest with that. And I've absolutely asked people before, like, okay, is this something that like literally you can't pay for, or it's just something that's feels scary to pay for because there's, you know, there's a big difference there and seeing if there is any wiggle room because yes, you can absolutely do things for free, but you know, where's, where's the skin in the game? Where's the accountability? Are they actually going to do the things that you're talking about and get the results. Maybe, maybe not, you know, I've put a lot of free things out there um, in the world before and I've given away free training programs and shocker, they don't get used, you know, it's, it's something, it's the experimentation, like just really playing and seeing with what works and making sure that the thing that you're offering really does at the end of the day, provide a lot of transformation if it gets, if the steps are implemented. So making sure that you have a really solid offer and foundation first, and then you can play with the pricing a little bit. So it can absolutely be on a one-on-one individual basis. You know, you don't necessarily have to put a price on it. You can say like, okay, this is a sliding scale. And then really think about too, like what you you want like what not necessarily just like the <laughs> the least amount that you can live off but like what type of income do you want to bring in every month and then kind of working backwards from that because there's a lot of different ways to generate revenue you can have one-on-one clients you can have and run group programs that are typically lower cost and then you can have passive offers or courses that are even lower cost so this is why also having multiple different offers can be really helpful so anytime you're working with somebody one-on-one and getting that one-on-one specialized attention, it is going to be a higher price point. But, you know, if that absolutely can't work for somebody, maybe they can take one of your passive offers and learn a lot from that as well. And that's still going to stretch and expand them. So I think it's really important just to have a very genuine conversation. You know, if you're going to be working with somebody on a one-on-one basis, just have this conversation. And I, I literally always tell people, like, I want you to be stretched and expanded by this. And I want you to feel like you have skin in the game. I want you to feel like you have accountability. And I want you to feel like 
you you do have to show up even when it's uncomfortable and even when it's hard, but I don't want it to feel so stressful to you that you aren't getting the results because of it. So I think there's a lot of value in having just very direct conversations like that. And I think that, you know, that also sets the tone that like, hey, we're going to be really open about things. We're really going to communicate about things. And I want you to tell me when there's a problem. I want you to tell me when there's an issue. And I want us to really talk about this because I actually very genuinely care about my clients. And I think a lot of other people do as well. And Sometimes by not having these conversations, we're doing ourselves and our clients a disservice. So I would just say have the conversation and be really upfront about it. And, you know, if any, like, I don't think there's anything that can go wrong from that. I think it's just a brilliant way to feel really good at the end of the day that you're doing, you know, you're still doing your work, you're making an impact, but you're also being compensated in a way that feels really good for you. So also do that thing where you really get clear on like, okay, how much can I live on? And that's just like, okay, what are my, what's my rent? What's my bill? What's my groceries? And then, you know, I don't want you to just like (laughs) shuffle by on that. Like I want you to have a life that feels good. You know, like I don't, I don't necessarily want people to be living paycheck to paycheck unless you really want to, like, that's totally your choice. But like thinking of like, okay, what do I actually want my life to look like? And then you can start to say, okay, if I charge this much for this program, how many clients do I need at that price point? You can kind of work backwards like that. So hopefully that was really helpful. I really, really, really love doing and talking about business. I love doing these Q and A's. This is super fun. And I love hearing the questions that you guys have because these are all things that I have struggled with before. These are all questions that I've had in the past. So being able to share my knowledge on this topic now is seriously just like, it's the most fun thing. This is why I take on business clients. And this is why I really love helping people grow their businesses. So if you have not yet left a rating and a review for the podcast, I would really, really, really appreciate it. It helps me so much. It helps other listeners find the show. And you know what also helps is when you send it to a friend. So if you know anybody that is looking to start or grow their business, send them this episode. Let them know about me. That is honestly the biggest compliment that you can give me as a coach and a human being is recommending me to other people. I appreciate it so much. I am really excited. There's going to be two episodes a week for the next coming weeks. So stay tuned for a new episode on Thursday as well. And I will talk to you next episode.